I'm Laura Palmer, host of Island Crime. Season 6, Sweethearts, is the story of three teenage girls who were all murdered in Victoria, Canada within about 12 months. So she was scared. Something out there scared her. You've just created the playground where predators can really thrive. She was a 16-year-old girl. She was a sweetheart. Listen to Sweethearts at FrequencyPodcastNetwork.com or wherever you get podcasts. Find your frequency. From the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. This is Roz yes. and Mocha. <laughs> it's Roz and Mocha. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey, I'm Sean Mendes. This is Selena Gomez. Jersey Drake. Camila Cabello. This is Ed Sheeran. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Right here. Turn up. My boys, Roz, Roz and, Mocha. and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. I can see it. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Roz. You guys are so funny, man. Uh, $25,000. <laughs> Are you seeing that? This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Powered by Air Transat. So Maury said that he wanted to do um, something science-y today. And he handed me a coin and this story. And let me read you this headline. Most butts should be tight enough to bounce a quarter off. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. According to a physics professor from Cal State University, the average person most likely has a butt that you can bounce a quarter off. And it's not because they've got muscular butts. It's because skin is naturally bouncy. Because that's the old adage, right? Everybody goes to the gym because they want a butt so tight that you can bounce a quarter off it. Right. They go on to say it's all based on something called the coefficient of restitution, or COR, which measures how well an object will bounce off of a surface. It's measured on a scale of zero to one. If something gets a one, it means an object will bounce off it perfectly. Add that to the tightness of our skins and our butts, and the average butt gets a score of 0.82. That means a quarter should bounce off a bare butt nicely. Two things. Yes. Number one. Yes. Is this Maury's uh, excuse to take his pants off in front of us? <laughs> I don't know. And number two, not it. Uh, okay. Well, he handed me the quarter. Yeah. Uh, by the way, this also means that butts are slightly less bouncy than a ping pong ball, but more bouncy than a basketball. <laughs> <laughs> So how do you want to do this? How do you want to do this? You're first the one that sent the guy the story. Okay, so first Hold of on, all, first of all, two no. squats. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm, well, I'm assuming my butt's the one. My my butt is award winning. Okay. Uh, here we go again with this. Did you give me this story just so you could talk about the time you won a buns contest? I did win best butt at the bar Woody's. <laughs> right. How old are you? Like 18? You're but an old ass man now, dog. But be that as it may, You're I like won. Uncle Rico from Napoleon Dynamite. You're yeah, just like li- living yeah. in the past. <laughs> like oh Maury's at home sizzling his testicles at the kitchen table <laughs> trying to build a time machine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so why did you give me this quarter, Maury? What are you trying to prove here? Well, it's just, I think that our show, we always, we're always trying to prove science correct, right? Okay, yeah. So I'm willing no, to be No, on this the, show, you're always know, looking for an excuse to take off your clothes in front of us. Listen to even how you're phrasing, you're phrasing this all like it's my idea. And I want everybody to know that this is not my idea. I think it's important that we prove the story right. Okay. Don't get me wrong. I'm happy to throw something at your butt, man. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) 
I just want people to know that this is not my idea. So right. I can uh, do you want me to no. lie flat on the table with I my pants down? I don't want you to do anything. <laughs> You're the one that wants to you wants to do like, this. What do you want to you want to take like you want to put your pants you? down and lie in front of me like a buffet? <laughs> well, I can't stand in front of you because then it's not it's not going to you have to lie down for you to I envisioned it where I'm on the table with my pants down and you're on top of me with a quarter. <laughs> okay. Well then, here we go. This has to be like against some sort of rule, right? Like Not when it's involving science. Okay. okay. So how do I pull my pants down so Whoa. things don't come out on the front? That, again, is not up yeah. to me, also, man. Also, you don't have to worry about how much falling out, bro. <laughs> Okay, it's how about not, I lie down and then you just, and I'll, then I'll scooch my pants why down. Why don't you just pull them down a little and then bend over a little bit and I'll just hurl it at you that way. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that quote, by the way. Fine. As the, as so the, you don't want me on the table? No, I don't want you anywhere. <laughs> okay. Okay. Are you ready? Oh, man. That's how most men react when they see an award-winning ass. Oh. <laughs> okay, okay, hold on here. <laughs> it's so white. Do you want Mocha to do this? It's, no, it's, I call not it. It's so. Where's my sunglasses? It's so white. Okay, hold on. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw the quarter. Okay. Yeah. Move closer to Yo, me. Yo, do you more. shave your butt? No, it's naturally smooth. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, okay. Hopefully, hopefully you guys will be able to hear this. I need you to shimmy a little to the to the right. Okay, are you ready, Maury? Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna. I have the quarter now. Wait, I have a sec. Uh, I have a question, Mocha. Yes. Should I try and bounce it on the edge of the quarter or the flat side of the quarter? Oh, I assumed it would be the edge. The edge, yeah. which then uh, goes to my question: Are you aiming for a cheek? What's that? I'm assuming you're aiming for a cheek. Okay, well, you yes. have to. Okay. Yes. Okay. Where'd you think he was gonna aim? I thought he was gonna try and nuzzle it into the crack. <laughs> nuzzle it. I'm not nuzzling it. Okay, are you, are you ready? Yes. Okay, maybe everybody can hear this. Hold on, here we go. In three, two, one. I felt a bounce. Yeah, well, I mean, gravity really just like, what was the, so if it doesn't bounce, what's it going to do, stick? I would have thrown up had it stuck, by yeah, the way. That's no, so true. No, I thought it would have so just fallen straight down, but it bounced back to you. Yeah. Yeah, now it's on the floor and you got to pick that up. I'm All not right. touching it anymore. Now pull your pants up before you bend over, bro. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hey, it's Roz and Mocha. Hey, um, it's my 16th birthday today. Hey, happy birthday. Thank you so much. What are you doing to celebrate? My parents are actually leaving to Jamaica without oh. me. So, oh, um, damn. <laughs> Out. <laughs> Wait, so are you home alone then for how many ever days? Uh, after tomorrow, yeah. They didn't even like leave you with like you had to have like an older sibling or something? Uh, yeah, but she's like never home, so <laughs> we're going to have a fun time. What's the matter with you that your family like needs to be away from you so much? <laughs> how old oh, is your fine. older... They deserve it, they deserve it. How old is your, uh, your sister? Uh, she's 22. How long are your parents gone for? Uh, a week and a bit. Uh, any talks of a party happening this weekend at your place? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What happens at, uh, let's get into this here. What happens at a 16-year-old's party? Because I don't really know 16 in 2020. You know, like I have a 10-year-old and then the youngest sort of people that I deal with are like interns and stuff like that who are all, you know, 20 years old, say. But what happens at a 16-year-old's party in 2020? Um. It depends. I mean, you should be a little worried because kids out there are kind of um, screwed up. Like what? Like what should, what should people be worried have you about? Been to, uh, um, have you been to house parties before? Uh, one, it okay. was 
the worst thing I've experienced. And why would happen? Well, I'm 16, but I've seen like 13 and 14 year olds smoking weed and drinking and doing popping pills. It was scary. So at 13 and 14, you've seen kids smoking weed and popping pills. What else you seen? Uh, kids like blackout drunk, like on the floor. It's like, it's scary. You know, you don't know what's going to happen. And like, there aren't parents there. So you're like, you're worried about your well-being. So it's like, if you're that kind of kid, you should be worried, but I'm not that kind of kid. So it's not like anyone's going to be in danger, but it's just fun to like, you know, chill without anyone stopping like, hey, Tammy, do you need more dip? Or like... <laughs> but like, are you guys going to, are you guys going to drink? No, absolutely not. No, absolutely okay. not. My 16th birthday, my aunt... Um, hired some company and put on a puppet show. Yeah, more, we're talking 2020, man. Okay, <laughs> not 1972. <laughs> <laughs> it's all kind of fun. It's old ass. <laughs> yeah, could you imagine being 16? Did you think that you were cool? Did you invite cool kids went, over to the house? Well, she went through uh, somebody at my school and uh, invited all the cool kids that I had. I didn't know. So the basement was full of people that I wasn't really friends with. Right. And then they put on a puppet show with like an actual puppet stage, and it was the most embarrassing night of my life. <laughs> really? <laughs> I'm sure you've had more hold embarrassing nights. I'll so never forget on. Squeaky the puppet. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that is that is 16, 16, and your aunt invites people that aren't even your friends. Did they know what they were coming for? Well, they said, oh, we're throwing Maury a like a sweet sixteen party. Oh, it's going to be awesome, and right. then they show up, and all right, everyone. Head down to the basement. Right, they're thinking pills. Right? Your, your aunt gave them puppets. Yeah, the puppet. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, uh, happy birthday. Be safe and uh, enjoy enjoy your day. Thank you so much. Do you think you can sing me happy birthday? Oh, yeah, of course. I'm My God. today. Hold on. <laughs> uh, what's your name again? Tanya. Tanya. All right. Ready? One, two, three. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Tanya. Happy birthday to you. Ooh, time for a throwback. 7 a.m. waking up in the morning. Gotta be fresh, gotta go downstairs. Gotta have my bowl, gotta have cereal. Being everything, the time is going. Chicken on and on, everybody's rushing. Gotta get down to the bus stop. Gotta catch my bus. I see my friends kicking in the front seat. Kicking in the back seat. Gotta make my mind up. Classic. It's interesting because I was off sick yesterday and the first thing I saw when I woke up was Rebecca Black trending. Yeah. And I thought maybe it was a different Rebecca Black or something had happened or whatever it was, but she started trending because she posted something on uh, on Insta and because it's, it's coming up on the anniversary of It's Friday. Yeah. That song by Rebecca Black. And when it first came out, it was called the the worst song and the worst video of all time. 
And she wrote this. I won't read the whole thing, but she wrote sort of letters to herself. She goes, nine years ago uh, today, a music video for a song called Friday was uploaded to the internet. Above all things, I just wish that I could go back and talk to my 13-year-old self who was terribly ashamed of herself and afraid of the world to my 15-year-old self who felt like she had nobody to talk to about the depression she faced to my 17-year-old self who would get to school um, only to get food thrown at her um, at her and her friends to my 19 year old self who had almost every producer songwriter tell me that they would never work with me okay. uh, held to myself a few days ago who felt uh, disgusting when she looked in the mirror I'm trying to remind myself more and more every day that there's a new opportunity uh, to shift your reality and lift your spirit and because I don't know if what happened to Rebecca Black or the reaction to Rebecca Black back then, nine years ago, would happen today. I think that people would be out in full force sort of defending the girl. Mm -hmm. But when she released Friday, it was part of this wave of, I don't even know what, these hack producers who were intentionally using like young girls to sort of go viral and line their pockets. And they created some truly awful music. Oh. Right? Like Rebecca Black... Like I, when I, I and I when I say that it was heralded as like the worst song and video of all time, I don't mean people were just tweeting about it. Like like major publications were taking notice of this song Friday and how CNN atrocious. was doing news yes. stories on it. Yeah, they were. They really were. And uh, we interviewed Rebecca. When did she come in here? So we twenty seven. So we talked to her back when the song first came out when she was a kid. Kid. We did her first interview ever. The very first interview that Rebecca Black ever did and then was on the Rosamoka show. She was in here in twenty seventeen. She was in town because uh, she was going to be speaking at a conference. It was like a uh, inspiring a girl inspiring young ladies right. and girls conference. Right. And we were talking to her about the song Friday. I always felt like I had to be strong and, and like unfazed by everything and that was really damaging for me as, yeah. a, as a kid. Yeah. And the reality is is that I am human and everyone else out there goes through the same things. Of course you're going to be affected by, by anyone. When you are at the mercy of everybody's opinions of you at such a young age, how can you be unfazed? Yeah. So yeah. I am so lucky to have gone through that because now I have a platform to be able to help other kids and other girls with things like this and with whatever they're going through. Uh, and then, so with Friday, what you had was you had this incredible popularity um, of a song and for all the wrong reasons. Mm -hmm. And somebody was making a ton of money off this. So you had all these copycats. You had all these other producers who were then looking for the next Friday. And it was a wave of just like atrocious, atrocious kid pop songs. What were your favorites from back in the day? Because we still play Friday on the show. Climax sure. still puts Friday in on the mix. Like I it's appreciate like Friday. It, it, exactly. Right? It's it's the room, you know, of of teen pop songs. Right. It's just it's awful, but you love it. Uh, Others were not so successful. No. We didn't carry those with us all these years. Like, um, for example, My Jeans by Jenna Rose. Staring at my window, I brush my hair. Getting dressed to meet my friends, but I don't know what to wear. Commercial shows on my TV about these cool designer jeans that I put on at the mall. Oh my 
was that Jenna was... Rose singing my jeans. Okay, this next one. Yeah. I'm not going to crap on it because it's a super cute song. Okay, which is this one? This one is by a young lady named Giovanna from California, and the song is called Me and My Puppy. Me and my puppy, I'm so happy. I Okay, come on. Okay. How can you hit on that one, though? I don't right? know if you can. It's a real cute song. Know, I don't know if you can. And then the one that like kind of took off almost in the same realm of It's Friday from Rebecca Black, and it like 19.2 million views. Wow. And it was Jesus. starting to make news. But I don't know if you remember Allison Gold from 2013, okay. a song called I Love Chinese Food. <laughs> oh, by the way, yeah. this song yeah. was produced... And written by the same guy that produced and wrote It's Friday by Rebecca gotcha. Black. and mocha show podcast get more with air transat when you purchase a club class seat uh yeah so sit back relax with more space that's what we want on flights everybody you, you walk onto the plane you can go left or right most of us go right why not go to the left mm. you know what i'm saying club class is where it's at it's affordable and the experience in club class on air transit is like second to none first of all you get that gourmet menu with meals prepared by renowned quebec chef daniel vizina you get a complimentary seat selection two-piece baggage allowance rapid check-in counter that's all for you plus priority boarding and baggage service learn more about club class at airtransat.com this is the Roz and mocha show podcast uh, speaking of weather, I just got a note. Apparently, we're sandwiched between the squalls, and that's why the snow will end for us. We're sandwiched between the squalls. Nice. I'm not even going to ask you to try and explain that more. <laughs> I mean, I understand it already. <laughs> Maybe I will ask you to explain it. <laughs> I debated in my head. Hold on. Give me a minute. Yeah, explain that to people, Maury. Okay, so basically a squall and a squall. No, no, what's a squall, first of all? Oh, a squall is the clouds. That's what you call the clouds that have the snow in them. They're squalls. Okay. And we're between but why, the two why a squall and why not just a cloud? What makes a cloud a squall? And it carries the snow, right? There's rain clouds, snow clouds, regular clouds. But, Cl- then, clouds. but then what makes a squall? The snow in but the cloud. Just, but you just said there's rain clouds, snow clouds. Rain clouds are rain clouds, squalls are snow clouds. So why don't they just call them the snow clouds? Well, I mean, that's like naming, when you name something, something, right? You have to differentiate between the clouds. But I would the understand the difference the between a snow cloud and a rain cloud. Yeah. Right, but I'm just one saying, has science, rain, one has snow. science so calls what, it squall. What determines squall, though? Like, what makes a cloud, when does a cloud become a squall? When it's carrying snow in its belly. But you understand that clouds but, don't actually physically hold snow, Right? No, no, I assumed they did until you questioned it. 
No. There's okay, no- so how does snow work then? It's because it's, it's too cold for it to become rain, right? Okay. So explain that then. Where does the snow come from? It's basically rain that's too cold to be rain. But then, so where, does the, but then where does the rain come from? Oh, above the clouds. Above the clouds. So, so, what's, <laughs> so what's holding the rain know. above the clouds? I don't know. I don't even know where heaven is. So like basically because the earth is round, right? Okay. So it's from the lakes below. It sort of gravity pulls it flat. back and okay. it rains above. Okay, hold on here. So you think because the earth is round that the way that rain happens is that... It falls is off that the, the bottom. The water from the, the southern hemisphere falls off the bottom of the earth and then as the earth spins, then that rain is now on the top and it drops... That's exactly what I'm saying. ...into the clouds and then the clouds is like what? Like a purse? Like a filter. Like and, a, it, and it holds the water... Yeah. And then that water then becomes rain or snow. And then what determines when the purse opens and the rain or snow comes out? Because it has too much. And it's oh. like, I got to go. So it's the clouds are full. Yes. Okay. And it has to let some go. Okay. So what makes the clouds then? Because some days there's no clouds. Oh, Jesus. I don't know. That is a very good question. <laughs> what do you think the answer what is? What do you think? <laughs> I heard once that clouds yeah. is gas. Oh, interesting. So how does that work then? Oh, I have From no where? Okay, From so where? let me try and figure this out. Yeah, so where does it get? Okay. <laughs> I'm going to say what the first thing that came to my mind is. Okay. As you always do. <laughs> yeah, please do. Clouds are all our farts. Okay. All of our farts. <laughs> okay. So clouds are made up of all, everybody's farts. Okay. <laughs> Okay, and then the and then and then the water sits above the clouds from below from below <laughs> because the earth spins because it's round. Yes, and then the cloud the fart clouds fill up with water. Yeah, and eventually they become too much and water, to and then they drain it all out. And the temperature determines whether it's rain or snow. Yeah, and a. Cloud that Hold is on, holding but... snow then becomes a squall. Is that what you're trying to say? That's exactly what okay. I'm but then wouldn't the snow or the rain falling from the fart cloud smell like fart? No, because it's it's feel, it's like it's too high up for us to smell them. <laughs> but you've never you never got snow on your face though? No, but by the time it comes down, yeah. it's the fart yeah. like the smell is dissipated, right? Right. So like what, I assume that's why when you're in an airplane they filter the air so, from within. Okay, so let me ask you this. So why not, what so, what makes a, a white fart cloud turn into a black fart cloud? Oh, that's a lot of bad gas. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Diet. <laughs> Hi, I'm Jesse Crookshank. Jesse Crookshank. I host the number one comedy podcast called Phone a Friend. Girl, let's phone a friend. Not only do I break down the biggest stories in pop culture with guests like Dan Levy and members of InSync, I do it with my own personal boy band singing jingles throughout. Because it's my show. It's your show, girl. New episodes of Phone a Friend. Yeah. Drop Thursdays wherever you get your podcasts. So work it, girl. Yeah, work it. Okay, that's enough. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Hi, Natasha. How you doing? It's Roz and Mocha. Hi, I'm good. How are you? Good. How old are you? I am 25. I'm actually turning 26 in a couple months. Oh, all right. Um, so, Natasha, you wrote us this. Oh, heavens, do I have a story. Uh, <laughs> Roz and Mocha fixed my life. My best friend's 26th birthday party was this past weekend, and we had a plan for about a month for us to go to a nightclub after hanging out at the house. 
The nightclub had a huge launch event for college and university students, and tickets were 10 bucks. You purchased nine, spending $90. As the weeks got closer to the birthday celebration, people started saying that they couldn't come. You ended up having only six people show up instead of the original nine. Now, you partied and had a great time at the house before leaving, and then you all got in a van to head to the club. Halfway there, your friend says that she needs to get sick, so you pulled over, and then you ended up deciding in her best interest to go back home and not go to the club. Oh, boy, you say. Uh, so long story short, you're out $90 and have nine tickets to this event that already happened in your wallet. Uh, how can you go about asking everyone to pay you back for the tickets? Damn. Yes. Has this come up already with everyone or no? To be honest, it hasn't really been talked about. And it's kind of something that I feel like isn't going to be talked about because the event has already happened. Um, did you set this up ahead of time? Clearly with everybody where you, yes. where you said, hey, listen, um, I'm going to get the tickets and then you guys pay me back. Exactly. That's so, exactly what had happened. And everybody, all eight others, they've all confirmed with you. Yes, I want to go to this event. No problem for you to, to buy the tickets. Yes, I will pay you back. Yes, that's exactly what absolutely all of the nine people had said. Okay. <laughs> and so the the three people that bailed, how soon before the event did they bail? Was it last minute or was it like a week before? It was about maybe two weeks. We had a good okay. num we had a good couple of weeks to kind of kind of windle down the numbers. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't awful when we found out that three people was canceling because we still had six. So okay. we were okay at that point. Okay, but at that point when you have three people give you two weeks notice, then it's sort of up to you to try and find three other mm. people to go. Or get a refund on those tickets. Exactly, and that's what I was trying to do. I was going on all different pages, different sites that I think college and university students would go on saying, hey, I have these tickets, they're only $10, hit me up, mm. all this stuff, and not one single response. Okay, so I think that those three tickets for the people that bailed, you're going to have to eat that cost, mm -hmm. okay? Yeah, uh, yeah, now, I'm thinking so too. Now, on the night of the event, when you guys were all there and you partied too hard at the house and your friend had the puke and then you bailed <laughs> and then you bailed on going to the bar, uh, and so everybody sort of went back together and nobody, yeah. nobody went to the club. Why at that point when everybody was together, did you not get 10 bucks from everybody for their ticket? I have no idea. I think at that point, you everybody too drunk. Yeah. Well, yeah. Everybody, everybody was, was completely out. And like, I think everybody assumed they already had paid me. Did everybody contribute something to the birthday party? Like you bought the tickets, but did somebody else maybe, you know, bring the giant bottle of vodka? Did somebody else, you know, bring this? Like how did the... Believe the, it or not, believe it or not, it was me and my friend that had planned it all. So my friend that was actually turning... 26 and having the birthday bought all the balloons and bought all the pop and bought all the chips and everything like that. And I was the one that went out with her and helped pick all of that stuff out. And then I was the one that decorated the night of. Mm -hmm. So it was just me and my friend that really just kind of did all of that stuff. All right. So you have three choices here. You can email or send out a group chat to the, uh, all the friends being like, Hey, this whole thing was a crap show and we, <laughs> we didn't wind up going, but I bought all the tickets and we all said we were going to go and we all got in the van to go. We were all prepared to go and yep. at some point in that evening, you guys were all going to give me $10 uh, to, you know, for the tickets. That didn't happen. So, hey, can y'all be cool and just, you know, e-transfer me, me 10 
$10. Ten, yeah. ten, ten bucks mm-hmm. right now. Or option two is you're going to eat the cost. And yep. Or option three is you're going to go to the girl whose birthday party it was to be like, hey, um, listen, I bought these tickets for this thing and we're all going to go and we're all going to have a good time. At which point I probably would have been paid back by everybody for these tickets. You decided yep. to get too loaded and threw up on the way. You ruined your, you, you ruined your own party. Yeah. So maybe you kick in a few bucks because you're the reason we didn't go to the club. Yeah, to be honest, it's really funny. She woke up the next morning and she felt so bad. She thought everybody hated her. And I just, I honestly wanted her to just feel better. I didn't want her to feel like that she needed to go out to the club. Yeah. And it's funny because she felt so bad. She thought absolutely everybody hated her the next morning because we didn't go. Yeah. Yeah. So she sort of ruined everything. And I wouldn't, and and to be honest with you, I wouldn't want to pay either at that point. Exactly. A lot of people are just like, you know what? I'm just going to forget the night. It was a show and we're not even going to worry about it. Yeah, I think think you're either going to send a text and if they don't pay you back, you're going to eat the cost and then your only other option is to go to to your girlfriend who got too loaded. I I say start off with with sending the the text to everyone. What was she drinking as a a cautionary tale? Vodka shots, vodka shots. it literally was vodka shots. What is with you 25-year-olds doing vodka Honestly, shots? Honestly, I, didn't, I don't hell? like vodka. She forced me to drink vodka shots, and I hate vodka. <laughs> How old are you? You're, 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 wait a second. You're turning 26 in a couple of months, and, and, you just said, and you just said a friend forced you to do vodka shots. Okay, maybe maybe she didn't force me. Maybe I had a little bit of a, a decision Yo, can in that. Can I tell that? you real quick, though, on yeah. the real? Natasha, yeah. you probably yeah. back me up on this. Vodka shots, like vodka chilled, yeah. when you do it on ice first, yeah. And then you do the shots? Yeah. Oh, man. No. It really yes. is the best. No. Right? See, Agreed. that's awesome. No wonder your friend threw up. Yeah. Listen to what you're agreeing on, okay? You're just saying that this great, this thing that you guys just did was great. It ruined a whole night, and now you're out $90. No, I know. I know it's not great. I okay. know. All right. <laughs> Buy ice down vodka shots. Ooh, girl. No. All right. <laughs> Okay, Natasha. Natasha. Take care. Thank you. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on Kiss. I guess line one, the Young University line this weekend, there'll be no subway service between Shepherd and Young. Oh, Shepherd, Young, and St. Clair stations both Saturday and Sunday. Mm. Buses will be running. Regular service is set to resume Monday morning. TTC should just make an announcement that every single weekend <laughs> a line will be closed, guaranteed. That's true. that's so true right yeah because over the you know over the the Christmas holidays was like the only time where nothing was closed yeah it's wild right outside of that every single weekend yeah and they were shutting down stations or you know from this part to this part online whatever and it always seems like they do it on the worst weekends possible why? What's happening this week? No, I'm just. It always just seems oh, like it always right. just seems like there's something going on that it's always the worst. Uh, the the worst weekend possible. Uh, what's Wait go- a minute. Hold what's on. that? Why don't they just do that stuff like overnight? When the, I don't know, man. Why don't they do TTC's everything? Why don't they do closed? everything overnight? Like they do construction now. Why overnight? did? Why did not Jarvis? They don't do not Jarvis all overnight. Sorry, not all. I'm just going based on my highway driving. They do yeah. all the highway construction I don't know that wh- I drive by. Listen, man. Overnight. I don't know why they're not working on Jarvis from midnight to five a.m. Yeah, it's dead. Or from 11 p.m. to 5 a.m. or whatever it is. Why do they got to start construction on Jarvis when everybody needs to use Jarvis? It's so ridiculous. Yeah, I know. It's completely nuts. And I'm going to tell you another thing, too. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Okay? Let me sit down. Clean up your mess. Huh? Clean up your mess. What do you mean? Clean up your mess. When you are working on a road like Jarvis. Yeah. Okay? And at the end of the day, when it's time to go home, take all those cones away. Put those big giant 
sheets of thick metal over top of whatever hole you just dug uh-huh. and let people drive on it. Okay. Clean up your mess. Don't leave your mess all night long. God, you love Jarvis, huh? You just want to fix. Yeah, <laughs> clean up. I can't do this. Every every 18 months, you got to rip up Jarvis, right? I'm telling you, clean up your mess. Don't leave a big, giant mess. When you're not there, we shouldn't even notice that you were there before. And then when you come to work in the morning, you can put out all your cones. You can shut down a lane. You can take the big piece of metal off. You can start digging in your hole again. And then when it's time to go home, you clean up your mess. Damn. It's like daycare. What does crews have to do at the end of daycare when they say, okay, everybody, get ready to go home? You got to clean up your toys, right? Put all the toys away. Put all the toys away. All the toys, all the books. Thank you. Put Put everything away. Wash your hands. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Because you don't want to... Check your undies. Thank you. Yes. Make sure you did a pee and a poop before you leave. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Everyone in this room is sick. I know. It's wild, huh? How that happens. Who has it the worst, though? Saturday, I couldn't move. I had the chills. Okay, yeah. Roz? Mine just hit yesterday, so yeah. I think today's going to be my worst Oh, today's going to be the worst. Yeah. I've had uh, lingering, like, just congestion and, like, a tiny, tiny bit of sore throat. Yeah. Since Friday. I never had the sore throat minimal. thing. It was all just in my nose and in my head. Mm. Catherine gave me two vitamin C pills yesterday that were the size of a finger. <laughs> It's like okay. massive, man. Yeah. I'm like, what do I do with these? Like, do I bite them? And she's like, no, swallow them. And I was like, holy hell. How did it make you like, feel? Really? I don't know. I still feel like crap. Oh. Um, but I'm not doing like uh, oil of oregano. I made that mistake years ago. Yeah, I don't, I do, don't it. do that. My wife it's terrible. hooked me up over the uh, Christmas holidays because I was sick. Throughout no. the, the entire two weeks, I took that nastiness, oil of oregano. Never no. again. No. It re- and, I, and I'll tell you, because the problem with oil of oregano, not so much when you are actually sick, because when you are sick and you're congested, you can't taste anything anyway, and that's just fine, whatever. But um, No, but bad but still doing, tastes bad. Doing a, a general sort of regiment of oil of oregano, which I know people who do that, and yeah. Catherine has tried to get me to do that before, and I've made the mistake of doing it before, is that oil of oregano, and I don't know whether it's certain people, like you know how some people love cilantro and some people don't? They taste it differently, right? Uh And with me, with oil of oregano, I had oil of oregano once, and I swear to God, for the next three days, everything I tasted and drank tasted like oil of oregano. Really? Yeah, it ruined everything. Everything. Yeah. Matthew puts it oil burns. of oregano in his juice every morning. Really? See, like, that's yeah. what the, the no, thing is. People were saying diluted with me. like either orange juice or water, yeah. and it would take away the the burning sensation. Yeah, but then well, you got to become a chemist. You got to like but start then, mixing your yeah. oil of oregano yeah, and stuff. I don't want to oh, drink orange God. juice that tastes like pizza. Who wants to do that? <laughs> no, but everything that I, every single thing that I put in my mouth after that tasted like uh, like Italian. Oh, that's what she said. Right? <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. I want to take it back to the year 2004 real quick, Roz. Hell yeah, always. Uh, big movies from that year include The Notebook, Mean Girls, Harry Potter, and The Prisoner of Azkaban. And it was on this day, today, in 2004, 16 years ago, that Kanye West released his now classic college dropout album. What year was that? 2004. Oh, jeez. Debuted at number two on the Billboard charts, won a Grammy for Best Rap Album, beating out Jay-Z, Beastie Boys, Nelly, and LL Cool J. Yeah, and Kanye at that time considered a new artist because we only knew him. That's right. Some people yeah. only knew him as yeah. as a as a producer, mainly for Jay Z. Through the wire, all falls down. Jesus walks, which is my favorite Kanye record. 
new workout plan. Just a few of the memorable songs from the album. But 16 years ago, I'm just going to play this for you real quick. Please. But these are like now 16 years old. Mm-hmm. It's hard to imagine. I drink a boost for breakfast, an intro for dessert. Somebody order pancakes, I just sip the scissor. And when it falls down, who you gonna call down? Come on, come on. And when it all falls down, man. God, show me the way because the devil's trying to break me down. And who would have thought 16 years ago that was the Kanye we had compared to the Kanye we have now? I miss beats. I miss melody in rapping. I miss all that stuff. Well, there you go. Go back and listen to Kanye's first album. College Dropout turns 16 years old today. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. That's it. It's done. It's over. Finito. So long. Sayonara. See you later. Raptors lose to the Nets 101-91 last night. Winning streak is over. Last game before All-Star Weekend in Chicago, which I'm excited for. Sort of. Big game is Sunday. Pascal Siakam, Kyle Lowry, repping for the Raps on Team Giannis. Is that not the ugliest arena in pro sports? Yeah, Nick Nurse is the coach, by the way, for Sunday. Brooklyn? Yeah. yeah. It's I, unwatchable. I had the game on. I checked in periodically, but I couldn't, like, vi- I was listening to the game, but visually, I couldn't stand it. Because the arena is lit so poorly. I'm used to Scotiabank Arena, where you can see used everything to every and everybody. Other arena. Yeah. Right? I find Madison Square Garden is some similar to Barclays. Right, but it's the color of the floor. The floor is gray and black. It's their weird. uniforms, the Brooklyn Nets uniforms are gray and black. Yeah. They don't light the the crowd. They only light the court. Yeah. And then you have the bright red of the the Toronto Raptors uniform and it looked like everything was in black and white except for the Toronto Raptors. Yeah. It was like a weird filter I was yeah. watching. Yeah, it was So it was hard to concentrate on the actual game. No, it's an ugly game. Yeah. Like it's it an, really it is. really looks ugly and I don't know it's weird cuz I don't want to sound petty about it, but it really takes away from the game. I try I tried to watch some of it last night. I'm like, it's so ugly. It reminds me, it looks like they're they're trying to hide the crowd and keep the Which I don't get. Keep your 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 visual on what's happening on the court. Yeah. And I find it reminded me a little bit of um like when you're watching UFC, right? Yeah. They only light the octagon. They don't really light the the crowd. They don't light the audience until like a fighter is making their entrance, right? right? Then they sure. kind of do the, the crazy lights and stuff. Yeah. It reminded me of watching a UFC. Yeah. But I always thought that there was sort of best practices from the NBA as far as the aesthetics of your court and the minimum that you are allowed to do. Cameras sort of have to be in the same position. Right. Your lighting has to be sort of same. Just so there's continuity between games when you're flipping around or even when somebody's doing a highlight package. Yeah. I figured that there would be, but you can go through and watch a highlight package where every other game sort of looks normal, right? Yeah. And then you get to the clips from Brooklyn and it looks weird. Yeah. 
Yeah. Right? Like it doesn't like it it's odd to me like how, yeah, how I they how they get away with that. I hate when they play in Brooklyn. But it's a it's an unwatchable uh, it's an unwatchable court. It really is. But uh but yeah, no, it's sad. So what was the final score? Uh it was 101-91. Oof. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Mary, it's Roz and Mocha. Oh my gosh, you guys called me. Of course, you texted so us. What's going on? How are you? Uh been such a rough morning. What happened? Your text to us reads, Hi guys, I had a horrible morning. Can you call me to cheer me up? My name is Mary. So what, what's going on? Oh my gosh. So I woke up on time. Everything was great. My kid didn't give me any trouble. <laughs> I even had time to straighten my hair. Good for you. I open the door. I go down the stairs. I almost slipped to my desk. Okay. I regain my composure. I'm like, okay. And then I went to start the car and I'm cleaning off my car. Okay. I go to open my doors and my doors are locked. And I locked my keys in my purse. No. Oh, no. Oh. It's just like a series of unfortunate events from the time you left. Yes. And I don't have a spare key, but I have one of those, like, emergency keys. Yeah. So I had to go and try and dig through the garage because I moved and all my stuff's in my brother's garage. So I had to go looking for that. Somehow I found it. And it doesn't work. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I had to call my brother to try and see if maybe his manly strength can maybe open the door and he couldn't do anything. I had to call a tow truck. cost me 80 bucks and the guy opened it in literally 2.5 seconds. Oh, no. Now I'm stuck in traffic driving from Whitby to Richmond Hill. And uh, it's been just a wonderful morning. (laughs) Well, I know you said that you wanted us to help cheer you up, but there's nothing I can do for you. Oh, that's too bad of a day. It's too bad of a day. I don't have that skill level. Oh, no. I can't help you with a morning that bad. All of this before you start work. I know, but honestly, listening to your voice is just making me so happy. But at least you got your hair straightened. Oh, I I know, but then even that, because of all the flusteredness that I was running around. Oh, no. it's like expanded to like, oh God, guys. So it was a waste. <laughs> it was such a waste. I could have slept in for a little bit longer. Oh man. <sighs> All right, well. You poor thing. We're going to make your day a little bit more difficult by asking between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? No. <laughs> Come on. Um, okay, no. Honestly, I do love you both because one thing I admire about both of you is how much you guys love your wives and your and your kids and that's just like the greatest thing to listen to but I have to say Roz is my favorite because I don't know how he cons you guys into playing these like disgusting games I admire him for being able to do that I don't know Uh, that's just amazing yeah I'll take that I'll take that win (laughs) I love you both though and Maury too too. we we love you too thanks for calling that honestly like made my life aw Mary well we love you very much and uh, we hope you have a wonderful day thank Thank you. Love you. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Netflix on Wednesday uh, will see the release of To All the Boys, the sequel. P.S. I still love you. I know. It's so good. It's so you, good. I didn't even watch the first one. No. But I know you everyone. You have to All the Boys I Love Before? No. Oh, man. It's so good. Is it? Yes. And the guy in the movie, he's the one that everyone's talking about that's playing He Man. Yeah. For the no upcoming one. live action. Yeah. 
Is it Centineo? Yeah. Or Centineo? Centineo, I think. No, Centineo. He seems like a nice guy. He's really cool. You talk to him? You talk to him? Yeah, yeah. Free Canada, right? Yeah, he's really cool. He's a down-to-earth guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's really great. And he's so great in the movie, too. Is he? Yeah, he's just like, he's the sort of the, he plays the, the thing about these movies that I liked a lot is there's drama and there's heartache and there's all the things that make a great sort of teen romance. Yeah. But without the nastiness. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they still manage to do drama. They still manage to, you know, pull at your heartstrings and there's still conflict and everything else. But there's no nastiness. And it's like brutal meanness. Yeah. And it's very refreshing, yeah. you know. And even when people do have serious beefs where somebody was just a complete over the top jerk to somebody, there's, there's a reason for it. And it's good. It's good. They did a really great job with these two movies. Really, it, they're amazing. Ah, uh, well. Dan Mori talked to Noah yesterday. Oh, uh, yeah? Yeah. And uh, talking about that very same thing that you mentioned earlier, Roz, which is heartbreak. So why do our hearts need to be broken before we can find true love? Something I learned in the movie. But here, here's why I think heartbreak is so important. You got to know what that's like to truly, I think, like have a, a, a real care for the other person's emotions. You know, if you've had your heart broken then you will treat someone else with so much more respect and dignity. And like, you'll really like take care of the trust that is given to you when you, when you're falling in love. So here's the thing about this kid. Yeah. Noah Centineo. To all the boys, by the way, PS, I still love you on Netflix on Wednesday. I need to see him on television in order to hear him speak Mm -hmm. because when I hear him without seeing him, Mm -hmm. all I picture is Mark Ruffalo. He does. He sounds so much like Mark Ruffalo and he looks like Mark Ruffalo. That's the weird thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like that's all I hear is Mark Ruffalo. When I saw To All the Boys, the first one, I thought it was Mark Ruffalo's kid. Oh, did you really? Yeah. Uh, Mark Ruffalo, a.k.a. Hulk in The Avengers... I'll play for you. This is when Mark Ruffalo was on the Raz and Moga show. Yeah. Um, talking about telling his family, telling his kids that he was uh, going to be the Hulk in the Avengers. Okay. Just so you can hear Mark Ruffalo. Mm-hmm. And then we'll get to Maury's question to Noah to get his comments on sounding exactly like Mark Ruffalo. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, and I, I told my son, my wife told my son, uh, Papa's going to be playing the Hulk. And he looked at me and he said, much like the fanboys. You, Papa, the Hulk. Okay, so you have that, and then we'll go to this. I don't know if you've ever met Mark Ruffalo, but has anyone ever told you that you sound exactly like Mark Ruffalo? Dude, I've been getting that since I was like 15 years old. It's wild, bro. Like, I I don't know. I think the way our mannerisms are, it's just like a a tonal thing, the inflection points. I'm not sure. Maybe I, I think I just watched... 13 going on 30 so many times growing up that maybe I just started copying, dude. <laughs> Classic movie right there. Oh, I saw that the other day. It was on TV, yeah, right? We watched, yeah. we watched 13 going on 30, man. <laughs> and, uh, of course, I can't talk to Noah without asking him about the upcoming He-Man movie where he is playing He-Man. But pay attention to one of the words that Maury uses. Okay. Very carefully. Okay. You'll pick up on it okay, ASAP. Okay. Everyone's also excited for you to be playing He-Man. Are you nervous or excited to wear just a loincloth in a movie? Have you thought about what you would look like in a loincloth? <laughs> loin? What is a loincloth? <laughs> a loincloth. 
Oh, God. Also, in this description, when he emailed it to us, Roz, yeah. he spelled the word L-O-Y-E-N. Oh, yeah. Loyan cloth. You know what it sounds like? It sounds like you're super excited to see me in a loincloth, my guy. <laughs> <laughs> loincloth! But you know, man, just when, whenever you get the opportunity to be a part of something that has a history and is, you know, is, is, the, is the magnitude of, of a project, you know, like He-Man and others, I like it, or like it, you know, it's just, as an actor, it's such an extraordinary opportunity. Um, and I look, I look at opportunities like that as, as opportunities to grow, like huge, huge learning curves. You know, those superhero franchises, they are, they are hundreds of millions of dollars and big studios are behind them. And so it's just a different animal entirely. You know, it's, it's going to be, a, you know, those, those, those opportunities are, are, are just so, so exciting to consider, bro. Listen up. The Roz and Mocha Show on Kiss. I played squash yesterday. Oh, how was that? So, man, it's so hard. Yeah, right? Yeah. Is that the one where you hit the ball against the wall? Yeah, in a, like a little locked-in glass room of yeah. motion. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, question. Yeah. Tight pants or shorts? Um, or sweats? What, what do you mean tight pants? Well, because you always like rock jeans. Like, yeah. No, man. Listen, your jeans. I don't have life, that so. much acting left in me. Oh, oh short wow. shorts. Um, what were you wearing? I had a pair of shorts on. Oh, okay. Were yeah. they tight? No, no, not were, at all. Were they the vintage ones with the little slit up the side? No. Why do you guys? Wow. What do you think of me? I don't know. Like, like, you, like I can't go out and buy like a normal pair of shorts. No, so you wouldn't. You're not the type that would. Yeah, you're very. You're like tight all the time. <laughs> No, I did have... Uh, oh, I did have tights on under my shorts, though. I do that move that a oh, lot of the okay. guys... I see a lot of the guys at the gym doing that. I don't know what it does, but to me, it looks cool. Wear it spandex under shorts? Keeps everything compressed. Is that what it does? Yeah, because I, I, I wear those at the at boot camp, and they say that it, it lessens the jiggle, and therefore the muscles don't move as much, so is, it's better is that, for that. Is that the that's deal? Nuts. I just saw guys doing that, and I thought that's what you had to wear at the gym now. No, it's so, very comfortable. I will it, say that. It is. I before. sweat too much, though. Um, so I went and I bought those, yeah. right? This is a while ago. So I went and I bought tights because I'm like, you know, I know, believe me, okay, I, I did my hard years in the 80s. I know how to shop for spandex, right? <laughs> That's what I say. Okay. I'll tweet all the time. <laughs> yeah, I know how to shop for spandex. Okay. And then, so I bought a pair of spandex yeah. and then like long too, like down to mid-calf. Uh -huh. Like I could almost hit the stage with these things, Okay, right? Living out of prayer. Um, and then I got shorts to go over top of them and then I just have a, a t-shirt that I okay. wear on, on, uh, on top. And so, then, had you played squash before? No, never in my oh, life. Wow. I've never played a racket sport. Oh, wow. And you no. are very competitive. Very. So? Yeah. It was great. I um, I Did you played, win? I played. No, no, no. I was just learning. Oh, like I was just. Gotcha. I was doing like a hey instructional thing, right? Yeah. So I I played the instructor for a while. Then I played the other instructor for a while. Then I played Catherine for a while. Then I played Roxy for a while. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. Nice. Sweaty though, man. Like oh, sweaty. Yeah. yeah. But not squash is one of those things where I didn't. It wasn't killing me for cardio. It was just I was just extremely sweaty. Right, like really, really sweat. Like every part of me was. But you weren't dripping. like tired? No, I was tired, oh. but I wasn't winded. Yeah, because I was just learning, right? So I, like uh, the guy didn't have me running all over the court, oh. right? Like I just wasn't doing that. I was learning the basics. Yeah, he wasn't breaking my name, my ankles and stuff, right. which you can do. Yeah, you know, it's a cruel sport. And uh, and so I actually kind of like squash. Yeah, yeah. All I right. may start playing squash. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to play squash, but I'm saying I may. <laughs> but you got the toy pants. Yeah. And you ever played squash? Never. No. No. I'm too scared to. Why? Because you hit the wall, and then what if it comes right back and hits you in the face? They give you goggles. 
What's that going to do? You have protective your eyes, eyewear. man. Yeah. I don't know. After I every time squash. I hit it against the wall, I'd run for cover. I tried playing tennis once. Yeah? yeah. You didn't like it? Too much but, running in tennis, no, I man. It's great. It's, uh... Tennis has some good fashion, though. You wear those. Tennis is a very tough sport. Let me to tell play. you, okay. Let me tell you why I chose squash over tennis. Tell me, because in tennis, when you don't hit the ball, you got to go running for it. Uh, in, in squash, it's literally locked in the room with you, yeah, and it basically bounces off a wall and comes right back to you. It's right there. Yeah, it's right there. Yeah, a couple feet away. Yeah, if you miss ball. it, you just like walk to the corner yeah. and pick it up. It's no big deal, <laughs> right? <laughs> like I'm always looking for the lazy angle in things. Yeah, right. The reason I like free weights if I ever work out is I'm like, there's a place to sit. I just grab a bench. <laughs> <laughs> Not the point. Though. Right? Okay. That's why I don't want to do a treadmill. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? If, if, if the elliptical had like a seat on it yeah. where I could move my legs. Right. Right? Like, you know those videos where you see like a fat dog in the water, right? Yeah. Right? Like something like that to, to sort of ease the tension. But I'm always looking for the easy way when it comes to working. And for me, there's it, not having to run for the ball in squash is better than having to run for the ball in tennis. So now I'm a squash player. All right, then. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hello? Yo, Gordo. Yo, what's going on, buddy? It's Ron Zamoka in Toronto. Hey, how are you? Good. Gordo's in uh, Vancouver, Roz. Oh, nice. And texted us, said, I have a very important question for Roz. Okay, go ahead, man. If Roz were to join the WWE, would his <laughs> ring name be Dream Daddy Roz or Smooth Cool Dude? Oh. Huge new fan <laughs> from Vancouver. Uh, like, I got, first of all, I have to join WWE. Yeah. I mean, I, unless you want to go to the other organization that's super uh, hot right now, AEW. No, no. Dream Daddy Roz or Smooth Cool Dude. Either one. If I came out with either one of those names, Dream Daddy Roz or Smooth Cool Dude, I think that audiences would love to see the me get the crap kicked out of me weekly. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I don't think that sets me up for hero status. Right. I think that I then automatically become somebody's punching bag. Well, I mean... If you took on the persona, like, um, similar to that of Rick Rude, for example. Oh, right. right? Okay. Or Val Venus. Right. Who, uh, they were, uh, they thought of themselves as like the ladies' man. Type. Right. Gigolos. Right. Yes. Okay. Oh, maybe then. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where I would be like making out with audience members and stuff like that, right? Which <laughs> yeah. I'm sure would go over great in 2020. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, uh. You know? Yeah, geez. I don't know. I would have to say, Dream Daddy Roz or Smooth Cool Dude? I'm trying to think of now what would make the better song. First off, there's more outfits available for Dream Daddy Roz. That's true. Yeah, but Smooth Cool Dude just has like a ring to it. What was Shawn Michaels' uh, oh, famous song? I'm just a sexy boy. Sexy boy. <laughs> I'm not your boy toy. Yeah. Boy, like, I'm trying to think of what would be the better song. You know, a Dream Daddy Roz or Smooth Cool Dude? I'm trying I would say Smooth Cool Dude. Yeah. 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 I, would, I, I would have to go with Smooth Cool Dude oh, as opposed to Dream song, Daddy. Your song could be Sade, Smooth Operator. No, we could never get the rights to that more. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> you, think, you think they're going to spend that kind of money on me? <laughs> on the Smooth Cool Dude? Hey, no. Gordo, so uh, you're out in Vancouver. How long ago did you discover the Raza Mocha show? Honestly, probably a month ago. Oh, oh wow. okay. On Kiss Radio out there, right? Yeah, you guys come on here like six o'clock so like, I just catch like the end of your show driving home and then like my wife listened to you once and then 
Yeah, I found your podcast. And that oh, was nice. How are nice. you, you enjoying the podcast? Honestly, like, my wife is mad at me now because all I do is listen to it, but it's honestly <laughs> so funny. You guys are like hilarious. Uh, I know you have like 130 something podcasts. Like, I'm only on episode 56, but I'm, like, I'm literally binge watching. Wow. Oh, that's dude, awesome. That's amazing. Thank you so much. Uh, welcome to the Razamoga Show family. Uh, thank you for your dedication out there in Vancouver. And you've listened to enough podcasts to know that... Yeah, I know what's coming. Yeah, I'm going to ask you. Gordo in Vancouver, between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Honestly, from day one, I've always said Roz, so I'm just going to stick with Roz. From day one? What is it about Roz? Is it because he's a dream Honestly, daddy or a smooth, cool dude? <laughs> this is He sounds so miserable, and like, I can't wait to be that miserable when I'm that age. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh my wow. god, Gordo! I love you so much, bro. I love you so much. Wow. <laughs> Have a wicked day. You too, man. Take Later. care. Thank you very much. Yeah, thanks. I yeah, guess. Man. Oh man, wow. you, you want some ice for that burn? <laughs> Hi, I'm Jesse Crookshank. Jesse Crookshank. I host the number one comedy podcast called Phone a Friend. Girl. Let's phone a friend. Not only do I break down the biggest stories in pop culture with guests like Dan Levy and members of InSync, I do it with my own personal boy band singing jingles throughout because it's my show. It's your show, girl. New episodes of Phone a Friend. Yeah. Drop Thursdays wherever you get your podcasts. So work it, girl. Yeah, work it. Okay, that's enough. And mochas fix my life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is my question is got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Hey Lisa, how you doing? Good, thanks. How are you? Good. It's Roz and Mocha. We're gonna try to help you out the best we can. Excellent. Thank you very much. All right, so Lisa, you wrote us this. Roz and Mocha, please help fix my life. After 24 years of marriage, I found out my husband was cheating. Ay, ay, ay. Uh, yeah. We were the couple everyone wanted to be. My two daughters and I were devastated. His girlfriend is barely older than our 21-year-old. Wow. Oof, that hurts. Uh, I'm yeah. angry and bitter, and he isn't supporting any of us financially, lawyers, court, blah, blah, blah. But after almost a year of dealing with this, we're trying to move on, and you've met a super guy who has had a similar experience with his ex, you said that you've been yes. seeing each other for about five months and you want Valentine's Day to be special. Neither of you celebrate it uh, in a very long time. And uh, you wanted to know if we had any great suggestions on making it amazing, keep in, keeping in mind that money is a big issue at the moment. You love music, wine, great through food and being together. Help me. So you're looking for a cheap Valentine's Day for you and your new guy, huh? I am. Something yeah. memorable, but inexpensive. Sure. Oh, are you looking to go out somewhere or are you looking to like stay in? Uh, we do a lot of staying and going out would be nice for a change. Yeah. yeah. Well, what are your kind of common interests? Why can't you um, like, have you been able to discuss like what restaurant maybe you want to go to or an experience that you want to uh, both share on Valentine's Day? Um, we haven't done a lot of talking about it. Our lives are kind of chaotic right now. Yeah. Yeah. Really. We deal with day-to-day things more often than planning. I hear you. I'm a I'm a big fan of as far as like building, you know, the like memories and and stuff like that. Uh, uh-huh. I, like I'm a big fan of you know cheap dates. Mm-hmm. If if you're like if you're into it, I like doing things. Right. The idea of going to a restaurant to me is boring because I prefer to eat at home. I prefer to cook at home. Um, mm-hmm. I prefer drinking at home. Like I just prefer to do all those things at home. Uh, but if, if I'm going to go out, like I want to go bowling. 
Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if I'm going to, you know, if I'm going to go out, I want to do something like that because I, I, I love Catherine and I are not very sort of competitive with each other. Mm -hmm. Um, but with things like that, I love the opportunity to sort of be competitive. I love the opportunity to, you know, sort of engage in something that is like hyper personal. Um, but it's just the two of you and it's a whole lot of fun and you can be terrible at it. You're not wasting your money if you're no good at it because being bad at bowling is still fun and you can sort of play at your own pace you can rent a lane for an hour and it's not that much money and like i look back at the times that Catherine and i have gone bowling and then when when you know we took roxy to go bowling all that stuff i love bowling i think bowling's a great date night i really do yeah it never occurred to me bowling's actually a lot of fun you're right it's cheap and bowling's cheap you get some of those nasty fries with that gravy from the package hell yeah and you share a beer (laughs) like it's a picture of beer for sure yeah uh what things have you done uh, when you've gone out, Lisa? Um, we we um, we like to go for walks. I have a dog that we take out, and I live near a lake, so yeah. we do a lot of walking. Yeah. yeah. Um, we've done the odd movie. Um, we did comedy a comedy show at Casino Rama a few weeks ago for a friend's nice. birthday. That oh, was yeah. pretty fun. But, so what is it that um, you're looking... Are you looking to do things together, or are you just looking to spend time with each other to, to get to know each other a little bit more? No, both. We like to do both. Yeah. yeah. Like I said, our lives are pretty chaotic, so anything that's outside of that scope is a very good idea, like something distracting where it's just the two of us. Let me make a suggestion. Of course. And tell me if you're on board with this or not. One of my favorite things that my wife and I did recently was a straight-up staycation. And it wasn't a staycation at home. I understand, Lisa, you have kids. Uh, This guy that you're seeing, he's got kids, so things at each of your homes are chaotic, as you mentioned, right? Yes. Why yes. not get a hotel room, do room service, whether, you know, maybe you're in the city and then you can go for a walk like in the city. For example, my wife and I stayed at a hotel recently in downtown Toronto. When we got there, we stayed in, we watched a movie, we went out for dinner, uh, we walked around the city for a little bit, we ordered room service again uh, the following day, and it was just what we would kind of do maybe at home, but we were just the two of us at this hotel. We didn't have our kid, we didn't have the dog, nothing. It was just the two of us to kind of like focus on us and our relationship and uh, just be together in the moment. That sounds amazing. <laughs> what's your What's your budget realistically? Are you talking like you want to do a $100 night or are you talking you want to do a $500 night? Um, what is our budget? Well, I would love to do a $500 night, but probably more realistically half of that. Okay, yeah. so the 250. So you can do a lot with 250. Hell yeah. I mean, my god, you can do you can do a lot of damage with $250 if you sort of if you if you spend it, you know, the right way. Um, you know, you could 100%, you know, get a get a hotel room and maybe you don't do room service, but you know, maybe you do, you know, you pack all your food in a in a picnic basket yeah. and bring it to the hotel room with you. You know, you can do you can do that kind of stuff. Um, I I would say no to movies and no to comedy shows and no to all that stuff because they're not social. Um, yeah, you you, you want to be able to have a really good laugh and you want to be able to have a really good time and talk to and, each other and and talk to each other. Like my God, yeah. you know, geez, like I'll tell you, I don't know, you know, what your sort of interests are, but even you know, going and going to an arcade is fun. Yeah. You know, yeah. that that kind of thing is fun. Uh, Snakes and Lattes in Toronto is a really good place. I don't know if you've ever been there before. No, I haven't. We do like the city, though. It, 
if it's a restaurant and they serve booze and food and everything else, but they just have like an unlimited wall of board games and you go and you grab a table and you order a couple of drinks and then you just walk over to the wall and grab bo- a board game oh, nice. and then you sit at your table and just play a board game. Like you, the two of you can sit there and you can play Battleship, you can play Uno, you can play all these different things and you can just sit there and have a couple of drinks and it's not it's not that expensive. It's actually quite reasonable. That sounds amazing, actually. That's what sounds like great fun. But just do something, Mocha's right, concentrate on yourselves and just do something yeah. that just do something that is social, that um, where the goal is to just laugh. That's great advice. Thank you very much. Okay. You're welcome. Happy Valentine's Thank Day, Lisa. You. Happy Valentine's Day. Thank you, guys. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. I would like to start off by saying I had nothing to do with any of this. Oh, what's happening? Dan Mori has a surprise for Valentine's Day for you. Oh, well, no, it's, it's a gift that Roz left in my car for me, and, and I'm Beyond what moved. did I leave in your car? I don't know. I've I not left opened nothing it in your car. No, I've not opened it yet. This was in the back seat. And read what it says here. To Maury from Roz. To Maury from Roz. I did not leave that in your not car. Not my writing. This is your writing. I, it's not my writing. <laughs> it actually looks it's, like your writing. It's actually, it's actually not my writing at all. Well, it's certainly not my writing. And, I mean, I'm beyond touched. It, it's not mine, man. Well, I'm not going to argue with the okay, proof. Well, hold on a second here. I don't know what's going on, but I'm like, I don't know whether you're doing like a thing right now, but that's, I did not leave that in your car and that is definitely not my writing. So just, just, just to make, be that get, as it may, to it, get facts out. Whether the facts are there or not and whether the facts are truthful, it still says to Maury from Roz. Right. So I'm just going to go with that. You can just, just, you can go with anything, man. But I'm just telling you, I left nothing in your car and whatever's in that box is certainly not from me. So now have at it. Look at now Roz that I've being all coy, I've removed and... myself from the situation. Okay, are you going to open the box? Well, just say it's from you. Why would I say it's from me? <laughs> it's not from me. You just spend this entire time saying it's not from him. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right? Like okay. it's certain, Valentine's Day. Certain, there was a gift in my backseat. Even if it just say it's from you. No, but there's certain things I'm willing to play along with, but I'm not willing to play along. I'm not going to go. Oh yeah, more. That's right. I did leave something in your car when I clearly did. I heard it. Did and, you all hear it? And okay, just please stop. You're exhausting, man. Okay. Like, you're just exhausting. He doesn't know what's do, in the do, box. Can you do anything normal? Okay. I'm the, the answer to that is no. Right? Okay, right. so like, I'm isn't opening it funny? this. Maury, Maury sets up a whole thing for Valentine's Day, yeah. and it's not like he faked giving me a gift. Like, it, like he faked me giving him a gift, I right? Know. Like, it's the weirdest thing. Okay, so I'm opening the gift from Roz. Yeah, okay. That's a big box. I know, thank you, Roz. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> I did my best, you know. Honestly, my first present of the year oh from Ross. Oh my God, stop it. It's taking forever. Oh my God, I'm so touched. What is it? First of all, it's full of rose petals. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Uh, uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, this is amazing. What is it? Roz... This Shut is so up. cool. Just, why don't? Why are you dragging me into this, man? Because like, I didn't. I don't want to be a part of this. Your weird. Then things. you shouldn't have left this gift in my back seat. Are those fake rose petals? Yeah, so oh. that I can reuse them next year. Oh, Glad what is this? This is the best gift I've ever received from you. What is that? I, I don't even know what to say. It's, what is that? It is a doll uh, with Ross's face on it. It's, I'm already going to call him Super Roz. So it's a, it looks like a uh, like a knockoff Superman yeah. stuffy. 
but only instead of where Superman's face is, it's like a screen print version of my face <laughs> on a, 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 a ill-proportioned uh, Superman stuffy body. That looks terrible, okay. by the way. Thank you so much. Okay. So what's he supposed to do? Or what are you supposed to do with that? Well, I mean, I'm just off the top of my head, I could cuddle nothing, with this. Nothing, 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 <laughs> nothing. I don't want to know. Hands were in the wrong spot. I don't want to know at all what your plans are with the doll. I really don't. Uh, just no, no, no. Did this no. go the way you uh, expected it to go, Maury? Uh, I have no. I mean, this. I just found the box, so I mean, there was no pre-planning of any kind. Oh my god! With the rose petals and everything. But I'm thrilled for my Valentine's Day gift. How much did you pay to have somebody make that stupid thing, Maury? How much did you pay? Honestly. Honestly. I mean, I just did a little bit of research in case I was to buy something like this. Yes. It turns out you spent $35. (laughs) I spent $35. (laughs) (laughs) On Super Raws. I spent $35 on that? That's what I spent $35 on? Yeah. Oh. I've got to, I'm literally going to go home and cuddle with this right now. As opposed to your husband that you married to. Thank you. On Valentine's Day. Super weird. What a diss. (laughs) Super weird, man. This is the Raws and Mocha Show podcast. This is episode 138 of the wow. Raza Mocha Show podcast, baby. Wow. Hey, Mocha. Yeah. You ready? Hell yeah. 138. Let's do the news. A Raza Mocha Show and Kiss 92.5 news break. Uh, the guy who married Pamela Anderson. Yeah. John Peters. How old is he again? 100. 74. 74. Now, the relationship lasted 12 days. Okay. And he said that Pamela Anderson... Um, Proposed to him via text. What? And then he said, yeah, sure. And he goes on to say this. He goes, needless to say, when she texted me that she wanted to get married, it was kind of a dream come true, even though I was engaged to someone else and the lady was moving in. What? So he was already engaged to another woman. Pam Anderson called and said, hey, do you want to get married? He dumped that girl had a ceremony with Pam Anderson, then he claims that she's flat broke and he had to buy her an all-new wardrobe and pay off her $200,000 in debt that she couldn't afford. Who, and when Pam? He, yes, Pam Anderson? Oh, my yes. God. And then once he did that, she dumped him. <gasps> oh, no. <laughs> Burn. <laughs> uh, the Westminster Dog Show. Super lit. Huge, man. Thing was lit. Oh my God, that golden retriever yesterday that everyone was cheering for? So, Seba the Standard Poodle was named Best in Show at the 144th Westminster Kennel Dog Club Dog Show. Uh, this all went down yesterday. Let's and to have the privilege of making this decision, the Best in Show goes to the Standard Poodle. Yes! Yes! Seba takes it all! Four-year-old Seba, your 2020 Best in Show. Yeah, so. that is a mi- listen. These dog shows are no joke. When you can have this show at Madison Square Garden Dude, over three days too, it's over crazy. three days, yeah. one of the most famous arenas in the entire world. Yeah, man. So Seba beat out, uh, of course, uh, Bourbon the Hound, Bono the Toy. Conrad, the Shetland Sheepdog, Daniel, the Golden Retriever, uh, Wilma, the Boxer, Vinny, the Wire Fox Terrier. 
to take top honors. So uh, congratulations, Siba. Okay, but for real though, some of these haircuts are real dumb. <laughs> yeah, like, I know. Don't be embarrassed oh, if you like that. I know, I know. Bare ass hanging out. Uh, a new study <laughs> on um, made-up baby names. Uh-huh. And the, the story was that parents are giving their kids these outlandish names so their kids stand out later in life on social media. Okay. And originally they had said made up baby names. And then they had to, because of all the complaining, they were forced to uh, r- r- rename their study from made up baby names to new age baby names. Oh, God. Because a lot of people said that that was a derogatory term to say that something was a made up baby name. Uh, uh, if you made it up. So some of the top 10 boys' names, new age names. Okay. Okay. AKA made up. Okay. Uh, Cedar, <laughs> Tovin, Albion, Albion, Eastley, Renlo, Ranger. Hold on, you say Renlo? Renlo. Okay. Uh, Brigham, Charleston. <laughs> Brigham. And, uh, <laughs> and, That's uh, a dumb name. And uh, Jaspin. So a lot of these, yeah, a lot of these names, these sort of quote new age names are parents who have combined two names. And you're really going to see this trend when I read the, the, the girls' names out. So <laughs> Bring um, is my favorite one. Hey, where's the baby? Bring them. Elizabeth. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sophiel. <laughs> Silvali. <laughs> Tessadora. Oh, come on. Eva Beth. Eva Beth? Okay. Eva Beth? Yeah. Okay. Uh, he got a lisp. Felina. Uh huh. And Mavery. 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 Man. Just so you know. So those are some of your new age, new age baby names. So your kids stand out. Bring them. On social media. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, bring them. You see your brothers and sisters? Go bring them. Um, the Guinness Book of World Records has certified a Japanese man as the world's oldest living male. He is 112 years and 344 days old <gasps> and counting. Wow. Uh, he's. They say he's fond of bonsai trees. Yeah. You know, like Mr. Miyagi? Yeah. Just like cutting down little trees. Uh says that he enjoys eating custard and cream puffs and right. says that the key to longevity Is has been to it? avoid getting angry and to keep smiling. Oh, that's so nice. The world's oldest living woman, also Japanese, is yeah. 117 years old. Wow. 117 years old. Rick Moranis is uh, set to appear in a new Honey, I Shrunk the Kids reboot. No! So Rick Moranis hasn't been in a major film since 1994. 94? Yeah, he walked away. His uh, his wife passed away from breast cancer, and then he walked away from movies. He, he was very clear that he didn't retire. He just took a break, and he took a break to raise his two kids, and he's super protective of them. I don't even think Rick Moranis has ever said the name of his kids. No, you know, uh, um, I didn't even know he had kids. Yeah, that's how much. Yeah, that's how little I know. So, so that's of what his happened. personal life. That's what happened is that his wife passed away, and then he just decided to do the thing where you just, cool. you know, nothing matters except for your kids. That. And uh, and he stepped away. So anyway, he's coming back now after he because he turned down a small role in the Paul Feig reboot of um, Ghostbusters, the all girl oh, yeah, Ghostbusters. They asked him to make a cameo or something. Yeah, right? and he yeah. and he and he turned that down. Um, but the last movie he was in. 
in was Little Giants. But so he's going to do another Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. And Josh Gad is going to be his son in the movie, all grown up. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Because I know I was reading an article with Rick Moranis from, when was this? 2017, mm. uh, the Hollywood Reporter actually grabbed him and did an interview. And he had said in, sorry, 2015, and he had said in 2015 that he was shocked that uh, Disney hasn't done a Honey, I Shrunk the Grandkids yet. So oh, wow. maybe that's what he, it, maybe that's what it is. He tweeted yesterday, Honey, I'm back. Did he? <laughs> oh, nice. We love you, Rick Moranis. Disney's looking to do a sequel of Aladdin. That's kind of cool. What? Hold on, yeah, what? man, yes, they are. Yes, they are. Uh, it, Are they going to hire Mina Masood? They're looking to. So here's the here's the headline. Um, after the remake grossed more than $1 billion worldwide and became the most successful film of Will Smith's career. Can you believe that? Wait, did you say billion with yeah, a B? Yeah. I didn't it was, know it the, was a huge hit, man. I knew the movie was like a massive su- success. I didn't know it yeah. made a billion dollars, though. That's yeah. crazy. And I, and I think it got a real bad rap, too, because when they first released the that footage of the... The, the first clip they released, it was it, it, unfinished and unpolished and it didn't look great. And then Will Smith wasn't blue and then they released Will Smith when he was blue and then they said that he wasn't as good as Robin Williams. Like the whole thing just got off to a really bad start. But when you actually get into the movie, I love... Yeah, it was good. It's 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 probably my favorite live action remake. Oh, of, really? Yeah, I really did. I really, really... I mean, More I than lo- Jungle Book? Yeah, Yo, more, Jungle Book more than more than amazing. Jungle Book. More than Jungle Book. I like this more than Jungle Book. And I also, I mean, the only one that I think that I, I liked better was I liked the remake of Cinderella. Oh, really, that was great. I really liked that remake. That I was, thought it was so good. Chris yeah. Pine, right? Um, Chris Pine play, played uh, the prince. Does he? Yeah. Really? That was such a good movie. Really? I don't think it's Chris Pine. No? No. Oh, let me look it up. No. You do no. the next one. I'm, I'm yeah, going to look I don't it up think right it's, now. I think it's, like, it's, who directed it? Did Kenneth Branagh direct it? I think he might have. Look it up. Uh, anyway, I love, really, really like that one. And now it's time for Ask Roz and Mocha. Anna O. Hey. It's Roz and Mocha. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Uh, where do you listen to the Roz and Mocha show and or podcast from? Barrie. Nice. Barrie, Ontario. Yeah, all the way up there. We run out of signal just before Barrie, so we rely on the podcast until we get closer to Toronto. Oh, wow. nice. All right. Well, uh, what is your question, first of all, for the podcast today? Who is better at rock, paper, scissors, Roz or Maury? What about, what about Mocha? Because I ah, think that... Ah, oh, ah, 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 ah. I compete against Maury with a lot of things on the right, show. Right. I mean, if our arm wrestling is any indication, I think yeah, that Maury when it comes to rock, paper, scissors, I will would lose. No way. You've never won an arm wrestling well, no, against Ross Arm ever. wrestling is strength. Rock, paper, scissors is brain. I, I, well, no, I would say that arm wrestling is, is a lot of technique over strength because I'm not a super strong guy. Well, um, neither but am I. I have, but I have great technique. Um, but I will say this, as far as rock, paper, scissors, I've actually done an extensive amount of research on rock, paper, scissors. Have you really? Yeah. Yeah, I've done... I you went... know, it doesn't surprise me that you would. <laughs> it really doesn't, because of how competitive you are. Yeah, I've done an extensive amount of research on rock, Is paper, scissors. Is it also scissors. safe to assume that you've done a lot of research on how to win tic-tac-toe as well? Uh, 
not actual research, but just from, uh, I've played a lot of tic-tac-toe. Even as an adult, I play a lot of tic-tac-toe. I've done research on tic-tac-toe. I know the moves where you automatically win. Like any time that, any time I have a pen and there's a piece of paper, I will literally just draw a tic-tac-toe board to whoever's beside me. Yeah. And just hand them the pen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I love tic-tac-toe. All right. So it doesn't surprise me that you would do research. Yeah. So we're only using rock, paper, and scissors. It's called rock, paper, scissors. I know, but people add in like fire or water Why would they do that? Why would Why would they do that? I've never heard of that before. There's been fire. No, they don't. Like the fire uh, one, and then there's water balloon that can put out the fire. Why does your fire move look like you're tickling (laughs) (laughs) And that's when I realized we're on the podcast. (laughs) Um, (laughs) You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Tickling Hashtag. Okay, so... uh, So are we doing this? What are we doing here? We're good. Why are you so close to me? Well, it's rock, paper, scissors. You don't no, have to you be can that sit close where you, you normally can, no, but sit. You have to look like go there. right in front of the person. Okay, so here's here's what's gonna happen. Okay, we're gonna go like this. It goes one, two, three, shoot. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Are you ready, Anna? I'm ready. I wanted to see if I could add another element to this for you guys. Which oh, is God. what? We used to play this version of rock, paper, scissors growing up, and whoever lost used to get a slap on the hand, so we called it rock, paper, scissors, slap. Oh, wow. Done. Perfect. Done. Right. I like that rule. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what beat what? Do I know what beat what? Do you? No, but do you? Yes. Okay, good. Okay, what beats rock? Rock. Paper beats rock. What beats paper? Scissors. What beats scissors? Um, rock. Right. Okay. Now we're on the same. Now we're on the <laughs> same page. Forgot. You still sound like very unsure, Maury. <laughs> I know. I know. Okay. So what are we gonna do? How? how what are the rules here? We gotta win. What? It's the first person. Two out of three. Sure. Is that the thing? Which yeah. means you so, have to be. You have to win oh, two. I can't. I'm not explaining two out of three to you, Maury. My head hurts. Okay. Ready? Now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. And we're gonna go one, two, three, shoot. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. Here we go. One, two, three, shoot. I win. One, Wait. Hold two, on. You gotta three, shoot. You win. One, two, three, shoot. One, two, three, shoot. One, nice. two, three, shoot. I win. Okay. <laughs> so, so it went, First of all, it went rock. Yeah. Uh, so it, I beat Maury with paper because he threw rock. Maury beat me with scissors because I threw paper. Then we did rock, rock, rock. Uh-huh. T- together, and then Maury threw scissors, and I threw rock. Okay, loser plays mocha. Let's go. Uh, Maury, come here. You got to get no, no. slapped, Holmes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. What are you talking about? What is that? Why are you doing that? She said slap the hand. Yeah, I know, but I think you're going to pull it away. No, no, That's no, what she no, said. You're going you're gonna to throw it in my face. What's that? You're going to slap it on my face. Why would I slap your face? It's a slap in the hand. I know, but knowing you, you're just going to like take it. No. That's, you know the other thing I'm really good at? What? Slapping. <laughs> no research required. No, I'm, I've always been really good at slapping. Okay, then I'm taking you on, yeah. Mocha. Okay, I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to go one, two, three, shoot. Okay. Okay, you ready? Yeah. One. <laughs> there you go. So to answer your question, Anna, as in uh, who is better at rock, paper, scissors, it is Roz. Thank you, guys. All Have right. a good day. You too. One out, one of, out of one. one. Perfect. All right. Perfect. Okay, here we go. So one out of one, and it's it's one, two, three, shoot. Yep. Okay, and here we go, and go. One, one two, two, three, three shoot. shoot. Oh, rock, rock. One, One, two, two three, three, shoot. shoot. Oh, rock, rock. It's an avalanche. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. Ready? Yeah. One, One two, two, three, three shoot. shoot. Oh. Boom! Maury threw paper. Mocha threw rock. All right. Mocha went with the straight avalanche technique. When Maury slaps, it feels like a feather <laughs> brushing against your hand. Right. So they have found the avalanche technique uh, to be the most sort of... Uh, 
prevalent in people who are experienced in rock, paper, scissors. So most people tend to throw rock. Yeah. If you go through the numbers of what people throw most often in rock, paper, scissors is rock. Because it's the safest. And so they're dominant. And so therefore, if you're going to start with rock, paper, scissors, um, it would be well advised to have your first throw always be paper. Oh, good one. All right. right. So that's the that's the sort of safe bet. And then after the Assuming first Assuming that maybe your opponent your opponent's going to throw a rock. Right. Gotcha. So my usual my usual thing is I will throw paper, rock, rock, scissors, paper and then rock. Wow. Yeah. All that's right. that's normally that's normally my sort of technique. I just keep going rock rock rock. Right. And then that's why you lose and get slapped on the hand more. <laughs> All right, here's a question uh, that's going to make your head explode. Uh, oh, no. This is from longtime Roz and Mocha Show listener. Okay. Tixiana. Right. If 11 plus 2 equals 1, yes. what does 9 plus 5 equal? But, but okay. I know. But if 11, Maury's <laughs> face. <laughs> <laughs> 11, if 11 plus 2 equals 1. It yeah. doesn't, though. No, just listen to me. Listen if to 11 question. plus 2 equals 1, yep. what does 9 plus 5 equal? I'll sit down for this. I'm going to write my answer on the back of my paper here, Mocha. Okay. Did you write an answer? No. You did not. Do you want to see my answer? Yes. Okay. Because I already have the answer. Okay. I did this riddle the other night. Did you really? Yep. Oh, wow. On Sunday, actually, I did this. Actually, my kid did it to me. If 11 plus 2 equals 1, what does 9 plus 5 equal? Mm-hmm. What are your, what's your thought process right now, Maury? That it's time. Okay. Because 11 to 12, 12 to 1 is 1 p.m. Or? No, 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 there's no or. A.m.? Right. Right. Right? So 9, 10, 10, 11, 12, 12, 12, 1, 1 to 2. So 9 plus 5 equals 2 p- 2. 2 p- 2. <laughs> 2 p.m. So is the answer 2 p- 2? two? What did you say? 2, two p- 2. No, but what did you say after? 2 p- 2. Like, Because uh, I meant to say 2 p.m. 2 p- 2. 2 p- 2. Did you look up the answer? No, it just, I, I was looking two at p- the 11 two. and then the two, uh, 2, and I'm like, two the only p- way two. it could be 1 is if it was the clock. 2 p- 2. Okay, yeah, that's the answer, too. 2 p- 2. Wow. Two for two. Yeah. Can we just mark this day down in history? Well, it did take you about five minutes, Maury. <laughs> <laughs> <I mean, laughs> Thank you the, very much for that uh, that question, Tixiana. That's like grade three riddle level. Don't ruin this moment two for, for two. me. Two uh, for Rachel Murphy <laughs> asks, Sorry, what would be the first thing you'd buy if you won the lottery? Oh, God, enough with the lottery questions. Um, hey, Rachel what? also asks, what <laughs> oh. was the best day of your life? Oh, let's go back to the lottery one. That is way too deep. I'll cry if I, <laughs> if I have to answer that question. <laughs> what was the best day of your life? Who even knows that? Yeah. The day that I got married. That was the best day of your life? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Somebody said, standing in front of me, that they want to spend the rest of their life, their life, with me. But didn't that also happen when you guys got engaged? Yeah, but this was like the actual wedding. Like, this was like, put a ring on it. This was like, you know... In New York, this was like our moment. This was 
Like I want to spend the rest of my life with you. Mm-hmm. And then but we even though bacon. even though you had to keep so many secrets about the wedding, still do. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like to me, that just would have been nerve wracking. Maury had a real issue with inviting people, and who wasn't? It was crazy. They eloped, and then it got all screwed up, and it was but, nuts. But, but we were the only ones there, and it was fabulous. Yes, that's right. You're the only ones there, and it was fabulous. Best day of your life? I don't know, man. God. I mean, the second best day of my life will be if I ever get a puppy. Right. I don't know what the best day of my life was. The day Roxy was born. No, because, I, I mean, yeah, it was, uh, like, that was life-changing. Like, that, that's just one of those days where your life just suddenly goes in a different direction and everything means something new to you and the things that you thought were important were no longer important. But, you know, does that mean that it was the best day? No, it might have been the most sort of... Um, important day or I don't even know what the word is, but you know, was it the, was it the best day? I think that I've had better days with my family since the day that my kid was born, to be honest with you, because Catherine was, it's a very emotional thing, you know, and labor is not pretty and it's all like whatever. Um, but yeah, I, I would say that that's one of them, but I think that I've had other best days. Like I know that I've sat there in a very regular day where I've said to myself, God, you know what? This must be, this might be one of the best days I've ever had in my life. And it was realistically something where we're all just, just hanging out together in the backyard and everything just worked. The weather worked, the mm. food worked, the fun worked, uh, just everything where like, to me, that's like, to me, that's the perfect like day. Like you find five bucks in your pocket? Some, anything, like yeah. just all those things, right? Just like all the, where everything just sort of works. And so I've had a lot of those days and that's sort of how I judge the, you know, judge a day. I, I don't necessarily go for the big milestone type days. Like the first time mm. you kissed a girl? Jeez, the first time I kissed a girl. Grade four. Yeah, like the first time, like you kissed, or like the first time you made out, like actual, oh, like, like like adult make out, like yeah, grade three for and, me and everything. Grade three, yeah, seven years old, little redhead girl, can't yeah. remember her name. I mean, at that but you don't time, know what you're doing at grade three though. That's usually just you're, the, you're mimicking. You when was that? When was like the first time you had like a like where it was like a passionate kiss where you hoped it led to something else? Because in grade three you're just kissing. You're not grade hoping it leads six, to someone maybe? else. Something Maybe grade else. six? I remember I was in the basement with some guy and he started nibbling on my ear and I yelled out for his mom because I thought he was biting me. But and how old were you? This we was, was last week. You were, they were like 18 when <laughs> you started doing stuff with guys. Last week with Matthew. Right? <laughs> when they went to go visit his mom. <laughs> you were like, but, but you were like 18 when you started doing stuff with guys. Yeah, but this was like, this was, um, I was probably 15 because I didn't know what was happening and he sure as hell did. Right. And he was nibbling on my ear and I was like, Adam's mom, he's biting my ear. <laughs> and he probably, his parents probably didn't know he was gay and like you just outed him and <laughs> oh God. I don't know. Life I was ruined. like, when I think of best day, like the day I married Jenna, the day that Cruz was born. Yeah. Oh, dude, like the day that I moved out of my parents' house. Yeah, it's a great day, right? What about the day you brought home Tig? Not better than the day that, that you moved out. I moved out because yeah. the day we brought Tig home from the breeder, he threw up in the car. Yeah. So I then you're clean talking up about the, the first time you moved out of your parents' house. Yeah, the, house. Very, the first very first time, time. Yeah. where I had been living with my parents for 22 years, yeah. and then I finally moved out. Like I actually left the province and I yeah. moved to Calgary, yeah. and I was on my own, no friends, no family, nothing. It was just me and Calgary. Right, and that was the first time that I had moved away. So that was 
life-changing, but also something that I had been looking for. Like, moving out of my parents' house was yeah. something I was looking forward to for, like, See, I don't so even know how long. It's funny you say it's the best, because for me, moving out was the worst day of my life. Really, huh? Because I just Not remember... forced me to grow up fast, though, man. Yeah. I was responsible for everything, right? Bills, rent, laundry, groceries, getting myself to work. When I moved out for the first time, I was 18 because I was going to college and I went to um, Humber College, which is outside of Toronto. And they had a residence, they had dorms mm-hmm. and it was single room, so no roommate. And it was awesome. And I remember the day that I moved in where my dad sort of brought me there and we had like the dolly cart and everything else and he brought all my stuff up and I we bought like a cheap little television and we got the cable package so I like had cable and stuff Aww. like this and just he, like in the and, movies yeah just like in the movies right just like Revenge of the Nerds and uh, <laughs> and, movie, and he helped me do that and uh, I smoked cigarettes at the time and you could smoke in my room oh yeah right? oh yeah it was crazy and did I put your dad up, know I, you I, smoked oh yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, so we just sat up there and uh, we had a couple cigarettes and then I remember he left and then I went down to the cafeteria and I had fries and gravy and then I went back up to the room and I just sort of sat in there by myself and I was like this is you know my spot and then everybody else sort of started moving in and by the end of the day I had a girlfriend (laughs) (laughs) hold on so you move in yeah. Boxes, you get cable, yeah. smoking some cigarettes with your pops, yeah. fries and gravy. Yes. End of the day, you have a girlfriend. Yes. How did that happen? Yeah. Um, like, you, look at me. Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right, stud. You bypass the entire story. Who was she? Where did you meet? And she, no, she had a room right across the hall from me. It was a, it was a co-ed floor. You met her that day. Yes. And who initiated conversation? You did. Uh, no, it was just, it was all like, everybody was just sort of walking around from door to door to just like meet your neighbors. Yeah. Yeah. And then I remember she came in and she was beautiful and we hung out and, uh, and then then, what you said, do you want to be my girlfriend? No, no, no. There was a lot of like making out and stuff first. Yeah. And then it was just, yeah. How did that end? Why are you guys not still together? Uh, that's a long story more that's that's for a separate podcast for its own episode that is that is a separate podcast okay okay how about this how long did the relationship last um until after christmas so from august until december that's not long at all no. no, that's all right, though. No, but it's long, Maury, when your girlfriend lives ac- oh. right across the hall from you. But then oh, from yeah. Christmas onward, you had that awkward, you know, in the hall moment. Nah, I had another girlfriend. Um, <laughs> it was awkward for her, not for me. <laughs> <laughs> all right, slow down, stud. <laughs> no, because I'll tell you what I didn't do in college, right? I concentrated on uh, on girls, uh-huh. right? I didn't concentrate on weed. There was a lot of studs on that floor, and what they did with their time away from their parents was they would wake up at 6 o'clock in the morning and duct tape the cracks uh, of their door from the inside and smoke weed all morning. So all these dudes, right, that went in there that had all this potential and all the girls were, like, really super into them, they spent all their time just smoking weed. And I never smoked weed, so I was up at the crack of dawn. I was the guy that was downstairs for breakfast with everybody. Like, Uh I was... was that guy, you were right? Fries and gravy. Yeah, I was. I was that guy, okay. and so I was just present, and I wasn't high all the time because back then drinking was the thing. Getting stoned was not the thing. Getting stoned was just something that like real losers did, right? Um, but uh, but drinking. They had that ra- cool radio pub um, at Humber. Right? Never went. 
You never went? No, never went. Oh, that was a cool place. No, never because went. Because you heard all the nerd song out there. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, Robin asks, when is the last time something really embarrassed you? By the way, that girl totally dumped me. Oh, did she yeah, really? Oh, oh. I was heartbroken. Oh, dude. Yeah, I was heartbroken, too. I'm oh, sorry, man. Yeah, no problem. Um, when is the last time something really embarrassed you? When that girl dumped me. <laughs> College. Since then, College. I've been good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, okay. Something that happened, like, recently, it was two weeks ago. I was leaving work, mm-hmm. and I walked over to the elevator that takes us down to the parking garage. Yeah. On the opposite side of this building of where we are right now. Yeah. And I get into the elevator... And there's two elevators there, right? And typically when I go, I'm the only one in the elevator. I go in, I press the button, door closes, right? Yeah. So I get into the elevator mm-hmm. and I had to fart so bad. <laughs> so I let one go. Yeah. And as the door is closing, yeah. no! I see a hand no! in between the door. You know what? <laughs> Bro, at that point, you at that point you you bite the hand and you get him to pull it back. <laughs> and the door open. No. And there's these two guys who walk in oh, no. and they're in suits and the elevator <laughs> <freaked>. <laughs> I'm just standing there and I'm just looking just straight ahead. At that point, don't you just say, guys, I farted. No, no, I, I no. don't. Like okay, because they know who you are. No, if they, I don't know if they did, they, but if they, they said, "Hey, man, yeah. like it stinks in here," no one's gonna mention. Or if anything. the two of them were talking to each other, right? They walked in and like, "Oh man, it stinks in here." Then yeah. at that point, I probably would have turned around and been like, "Yeah, guys, guess I what? Know. I let one rip. I'm yeah. sorry." But nobody's gonna say something in front of you though, because they're they're like people are intimidated. Um, by you, because that's the, why you gotta just be the person that says. But now, like to, to them, that I'm the guy you know, that yeah. like forget like. I know you're, oh, you're the story. They tell the story all over this everywhere, building, everywhere, everywhere. They're like, guess what? Yeah. I was in an elevator with Mocha, yeah. and he farted, farted so bad. Oh yeah. Oh, of course. That's the way that the story gets told. By the way, if you of are course. either of those two guys and you listen to the podcast, please call us. Right. Yeah. Uh, that's tough. Maury, last time you were embarrassed. was just a couple of days ago. I was walking home from uh, the, the subway mm-hmm. along the street I live on and somebody, it was a busy street, front street in Toronto. It's a busy street and I'm walking and somebody starts waving and waving and I'm like, oh, okay, cool. All right. And I said, hi, how are you? Do you, do you listen to the Roz and Mocha show? And she walked past me. She was waving at the person behind me. Oh, and I was wow. just like, "Oh no!" Oh, what did she say to you though when you asked? She said, "No, sorry, I'm waving at this person over yeah, here." That happens. Oh no! Yeah, that happens a lot. Um, God, embarrassing. I just had something where it was. I'm trying to think of something recently where I uh, where I got embarrassed. Maybe mistaking someone for someone else. No, no. I think it had something to do with my wiener. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> oh yes. Okay. No, not my wiener. Somebody else's wiener. Okay. Okay. So we went to. Please explain. Okay, so we went. Only like that. We ran out of time for so the podcast. <laughs> we we go to. So we go to this restaurant. Uh-huh. Okay. And I have to get up and I have to go to the bathroom. And. Um, I walk into the, into the, so you have to walk between sort of like where the kitchen is and you open up a door yeah, and then that door closes behind you. Then you're in a corridor and in that corridor, there's two bathrooms, right? It's sort of like unisex. So there's sure. two doors and, um, I check one door and it's locked and then I can hear noise coming from this other door. Right. Okay. 
and I don't, I can't really like hear what's going on in there, but like I can just hear noise. And then I think maybe it's out in the restaurant and everything else. And so I open this door because yeah. the thing didn't say locked on the, oh, uh, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, it didn't okay. say locked. It was a vacant. And so I opened the door and when I opened the door, there's like a kid. Okay. Who's probably about like five yeah sitting on the toilet with his pants around his ankles Aww. right and he's just yelling for his mom oh, no. so he's yelling mom help me mom help me oh, no. mom help me <laughs> you grown ass man standing there okay with door open. okay and so i'm standing there with the door open <laughs> as he's yelling for his mom to help me and through the other door walks his mother oh Okay. What did she say? Oh my God. What she happened? walked right in and I was like, I think that this is your. And she's like, Yeah. And then she just walked past me, closed the door, and locked it. Oh, no. Okay. Had it been anybody else that walked by, right. you would have been in the back of yeah. a cop car. Thank you. Thank two you. seconds later. Thank you. But I, I figured that the kid like needed help wiping or something like something this. Happened, or something yeah. happened, right? Something I don't know. You can help with. I don't know what it was. But it wasn't until I opened the door that the mom helped me started billowing through the restaurant, <laughs> right? And you could clearly hear it. And then the mom comes running in and I'm standing there. And and at this point, right, because the kid's yelling so bad, because I had said, Are you okay? Right? Yeah. But the kid is yelling so bad. So I'm holding the door, but I'm actually in the bathroom <laughs> with like the door box behind me because I need the kid to make sure that I make sure that the kid's okay. Right. So I'm in the bathroom holding the door behind me when the mom, when the mom comes oh, in no. and, and scooch and scooches me out. Did you not out. say like, I was just making sure he was okay. But here's the, this is the problem though. She, I, it was so quick. She went in, closed the door behind her. Okay. So then what do I do? Do I wait for them no. to be finished no, absolutely and come not. out and just say, just so you know, I'm not a no. pedophile, <laughs> right? I was a concerned parent who heard a child crying, <laughs> yeah, right? No, you move on. Like, you no. just have to move on yeah. at that point. You go to the to the vacant bathroom, do your thing, go back yeah. to your table, mind your business. Vacant bathroom, the thing. So that's that was the last time I got embarrassed. Oh, that was about no. that and was, it was about at that moment, ago. you're like, man, I wish I just would have farted. Yeah. Just to like <laughs> <laughs> distract everybody yeah. from I the thought, situation. I yeah. thought Mocha's was going to be yeah. when we were on a red carpet once and he confused one celebrity as another celebrity to their face. Who was that? Do you remember that when we were in LA? Was it, uh, it was two black uh, guys, right? It, it was, was. I missed. Uh, yeah, yeah. I got one it? black guy wrong for another black guy, <laughs> right? And he was like, "Hey, man, not all of us look the same." And I was like, "Sorry, bro." Shem's in the other room. Be like, "Mocha, what'd you do?" Sorry, bro. I, I didn't mean to do that to your people. Also, Maury, thanks for bringing that up. Still hurts. <laughs> Still hurts. I've had I've had so many of those those types of moments, though. I get I get over those. It's it's the it's the ones where you're in the real world that sort of hurt the most or that I will always like just carry with me because I just, I get so obsessive about any sort of embarrassing yeah. moment. I really do. Cause I just want to go back and correct it. Totally. Like I do. I really do like everything in me, but I know I'll make it worse. Right. right? Like I know I'm not going to help the situation. Like if I ever meet this guy again, all. it's not like I can be, I can say to him, Hey, you know, no. five years ago, yeah. I was on this red carpet interviewing you. <laughs> right. And here's what the I video. said. I have the video. Yeah. I can send it to you. Right? Yeah. Like, no, yeah. I'm not going to do that, though. You know what you have to do? You have to now go. What I See, what I would do if I were you, Mocha, this is seriously what I would do, is I would stand 
or for a couple seconds a day, maybe a couple minutes a day, I would just linger around the elevator lobby, uh-huh. right? The bay where the elevators are. And I would wait for one of those guys to show up again. And I would jump in the elevator first, fart again. And then when he got in, I would just be like, why does this elevator always smell? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I would go deep. <laughs> <laughs> like oh, I would go just to prove a point. It's not me, bro. <laughs> it's not me. This elevator. Are we, weren't you on here the last time? This, you know what I mean? <laughs> like I would totally do that. Oh my you're not, not going to make anything better at that point. Uh, Lisa asks, what was your biggest cooking fail? I think we talked about this before, didn't I we? I think we have. What was your biggest cooking fail? Um, I would say my biggest cooking fail was the very first time I tried to make ribs because they're they're really unforgiving. You can't cook ribs the same way you cook any other sort of meat or anything like that. They really take a long time and then you got to do pre-work on them and, and everything else. And ribs aren't cheap. And when I made ribs for the first time, I didn't have a lot of money, but I really wanted ribs. And I bought like this big rack of ribs and it was more than I could afford. And I found what I thought was a decent recipe and you have to cook them for a long time and you got to do all this stuff. And then I cooked them and I ate them and they were the worst things I have ever eaten in my life. And at that point though, it's the end of the day because you've been slaving over them, you know, all day long. And then you have no other food left. And so I ate them all. Right. Oh, like I just, you? yeah, I made, I you made my way through. I forced myself oh, to the eat terrible these ribs. terrible, terrible ribs. Oh. Um, and then after that, I just got really, I, I made it a point to get really good at cooking ribs. And my thing is I don't even really like ribs. I no. like, I, like, no, I don't I love, love ribs. ribs. I like ribs. I don't love ribs. I love, love ribs. Yeah. Damn Mori? Um, I wanted to cook Matthew a, like a romantic pie. You know, like a... A dessert or like a meat? No, a dessert pie. Okay. Yeah. Uh, from scratch. Like, like a I shepherd's made, pie? No, no, no. Like a cherry pie. Oh, and oh, okay, Like from okay. scratch, even the, the shell and everything. Yeah. Um, but I'm horrible at following instructions when it comes to ingredients. And I just remember it said one over two for salt. Mm-hmm. And I put half a cup of salt in for the shell instead of what it was, which was like half a tablespoon yeah. or whatever. So I ba- baked this whole pie and the crust was bleach white yeah and it just tasted so bad like insane amount of salt because it's half a cup of salt yeah you don't put half a cup of salt in anything like a pool you put half a <laughs> cup of salt in you know what i mean like i don't know i don't know what I else i don't even know if i put like half a cup of salt in my pool now no, but I didn't no. think anything like if wrong. like if i had like if you bought a dolphin right and then they were like okay here's the here's the container uh, that you need to keep your dolphin in uh it's a lot of water i know so maybe put like a half a cup of salt in there right yeah, like even that, that like, dolphin <laughs> popping up being like bro it's <laughs> way too much salt here for me. Yeah. <laughs> but I never thought anything wrong. I'm like, okay. You know, half I dumped cup, half a cup of salt. I don't even know if I have half a cup of salt yeah. available to me at the ready. Like, I have a big thing of salt that I replenish my yeah. salt thing with, but I don't think in my regular day-to-day salt that I have half a cup in Are there. you sure, like, subconsciously you were trying to, like, murder him? I just remember him eating it going, there's something not right oh, with you would You would be like, you couldn't get enough water after that. You would be <laughs> no, so thirsty. I know. Right? Like, you'd be so... He was taking a bite and he's like, oh, mm. like his lips, like you remember when Dave Chappelle used to play the crackhead yeah. with the white lips? Like that's what you'd, that's what you'd be so dehydrated. You'd look like a crackhead. <laughs> um, I can't remember. I guess biggest cooking. The only thing that really, really sticks out to me yeah. is that one time uh, it was super late at night. I was working the, the nighttime shift at a radio station in uh, Kitchener, Ontario. And by the time I got home, it was usually around midnight, 1230 yeah. in the morning. 
And uh, I, that's when I would eat my dinner. And I was super starving. And I thought I'd be crafty. I'd made pasta with sauce and everything. And I made like a side of steak. So me thinking it would be a genius idea to cut the steak into pieces, toss it in with the pasta, and mix it all up. Eh, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I did that. Yeah. And I also added barbecue sauce. Oh, wow. And I sat down, big glass of wine and everything, yeah. and it's like 1.15 a.m. Yeah. And I sit down to eat this meal that I thought was going to be great, and uh, it was the most disgusting yeah, gross. thing sounds gross. in the history of food. Yeah. I tossed it. That's so good. What I, made it gross, though? It sounds okay. At the time, like when you're hungry, like when you're desperate hungry, yeah. anything that you come up with in your mind, you're like, yeah, of course that would taste amazing. Yeah. But it was just a combination like of... Like you cooked the, the steak separate. Like you didn't cook it in the, the boiling water. No, I, co I cooked the steak. No, I don't <laughs> boil <laughs> steak. <laughs> what is it, the depression? <laughs> <laughs> no, I did the steak separate, yes. But I added barbecue sauce to the steak. And then when I chopped the steak up into pieces and put it in the, yeah. uh, pasta, the pasta with the tomato sauce, yeah. I decided to add more barbecue sauce. Yeah. So it's barbecue sauce and tomato sauce. It's not good. It was... No, like so gross. Yeah, it's like oh, it was disgusting. Nobody, nobody wants that combo. No, nobody. Uh, we'll end on this question here from Nazim. Yeah. So I was listening to a recent podcast, and it was asked when Maury will stop calling himself a young gay guy. Right. I'm pretty sure when Damn It Maury stops calling himself a young gay guy is when Mocha will stop saying he's a millennial. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, bro, I'm totally millennial. Yeah, okay. Maury, when are you going to stop calling yourself a young gay guy? No, I am I will always be a young gay guy. Wow. Always, Always huh? be a young gay guy. Even yeah. when you're like 50 and 60? Do you yeah. think you would feel that way if you were 6'2"? If I was taller? Yeah. No. No, I, I think don't think you short, would either. It's because I'm short and cute. Yeah, I think it's I think it's because oh, I think sure. it's because you're short. <laughs> burn, <laughs> low key burn, like under the breath burn. <laughs> like whenever you I'm get, walking, you gotta you gotta hit the rewind ten <laughs> seconds on the podcast right now to actually to to hear that <laughs> and relive that moment. <laughs> uh, so you uh, so you think that it has something to do with your size? That well, also, when I'm walking along the street with my husband or whatever, and like he looks super young. What do you mean, I, or whatever? Like other guys? No, no, just like. Oh. You know, when we're together, he looks super young. I look super young. Like, how we're long just, do you think you look? Well, I've been told that now. I mean, it sucks because I don't know what happened. But I used to be told well, I age. look twenty-two. Now people say twenty-eight. Twenty-two. <laughs> yeah. Nobody think you look twenty-two. <laughs> Absolutely not. Yeah, like now uh, I get twenty-eight. Who says twenty-eight? When I ask people, like, how old do you think I look? Yeah. So yeah. you just go up to randoms and be like, "Yo, how old do you think I look?" <laughs> No. <laughs> so I think you do. So I think you weird. go up to strangers. Because here's the thing. I think that more, I think that it comes down to demographics, right? So I think that if you were to ask people who are sort of, you know, your age and older, I think that they may look at you and think younger. But if, I, if you went up to people in their 20s, Maury, like if you went up to somebody no. who's 22 and you were like, how old do I look? No 22-year-old is going to say 28 because you yeah. look like their dad. Totally. No, I don't think so. No. 100%. Yeah, you do. Like I have, 100%. I have really good facial skin. No, no, no. You don't? There's no, no but you just you look old. Like no, you I look really like don't. you're 40. No, because you're 40-something. Yeah. Right? So because you're older to you, I just fit in with your crowd. Excuse me. Yeah. What does that mean? What did I say? Uh, exactly. 
<laughs> words, whole, words, words, whole words, 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 words. Every week you'll see on Instagram at Kiss925, ask Razamoka. That is where you fill the uh, comment section up with your question and we'll invite one of you to join us uh, to ask your question on the phone. Uh, Maury, if you had an agent, an acting agent, and they asked you what age range could you play, Right? What would you say? You could play between this and this. 25 and 45. 25 okay. and 45. There are times where I get a script and it says um, male uh, to sound like yeah. male in his 20s. And I'm like, right. I got this. So could you okay. play younger than 25, do you think? On, like if you're seeing me like visually? Yeah. Like could you play college student? Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> no, but hold on. You I know, have to. You know who Maury is right now? Maury is John Hamm in the new Skip the Dishes commercial. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I'd need to shave my face and maybe put on a tank top and some shorts. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Powered by Air Transat. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.